When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Whether a politician, a CEO, star quarterback, a mother, father, husband, wife, brother, friend, mentor, or teacher, we lead by serving each other. We lead through our service. What is service? Service is taking on responsibility today so we can have more freedom tomorrow. Sean Rimas, <laughs> 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Tomorrow. Chris, do you think he was acting there? Tomorrow. <laughs> New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow. One more time. Tomorrow. <laughs> all right, Matt. <laughs> I've had enough of you. Okay. All right. That's it. Okay. No more. Please. Dear Jesus. No more. Please. This is a freaking news story today, man. I just saw Kimberly and Esteban talking about it. What beautiful people they are. Talking about a beautiful man like Matthew McConaughey. Just beauty all the way around. Just just beauty all across the TV screen, man. Saw it on, C- on MSNB Puke. They're talking about it. Matthew McConaughey put out a three-minute video on Twitter talking about how over the past two years, I've been working on the answer to the question of how I can be most useful in this life. Going forward, useful to myself, useful to my family, and to the most. Oh, just shut up. Just stop. You don't, we, this is what gets me about guys like this, okay? And this is what annoys the crap out of me. I've said it before. It's an old song you've heard me sing before, but it's true. Dude, what's wrong with just being a multimillionaire film actor? I mean, what's, you really, you got to save the world too? Do Do you really have to, man? You don't, Matt, we're going to be fine. <laughs> Dude, we're going to be all right. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. We're going to be fine. The human race will continue. You, you you, just go do your Matt McConaughey thing and make your movies and try making a good one. Uh, it's been a little while. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, he's kind of hit and miss, right? But this business of these these film actors... It's like, it's just not, Chris, if you paid my dumb ass millions of dollars to be in movies, do you know what? I'd be cool with that. I, I just, I think I'd just make movies. You know, I, I wouldn't want to run for office. I wouldn't want to start a charity. I wouldn't want to like, you know, go visit people in other, you know, go, go to Venezuela or India. I don't want to go to India. This is great Charles Bukowski quote who was one of my favorite poets and he said i get so tired of thinking of all the things i don't want to do and all the places i don't want to go like india you know i mean it's just you just can't be just be just be a movie actor you know what i mean be, just be that learn your lines you know that, you got a good life dude useful to myself useful to my family and to the most amount of people and they love his ass up there in austin man they do they do. And, and I'm, you know, I'm also, you know, I'm going to be honest with this stuff. 
<laughs> Trey kind of pointed this out. This stuff kind of came his way. You know, he does have a book out, I think, that he's selling, you know. And, I, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not a non-fan. I, 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 I like some of the stuff he, he's done. Tropic Thunder is my favorite Matthew McConaughey movie. I've never seen Dallas Buyers Club. Ooh, I'm a horrible human being. It must, must mean I hate people with AIDS because I've never seen it. Chris, I'm AIDS-phobic, and I don't like gay people either because I, I've never seen Dallas Buyers Club. Have you seen it? Is it depressing as hell? Uh, well, I, you know, I got enough of that in my life. <laughs> Never want to stay in a motel. Never want to stay in a motel, huh? I'm not sure what I, uh, thankfully, I don't know what that means. But just, dude, just be Matthew McConaughey and just be happy with it, you know, just, it, it, that's fine. Right? Okay, I stick to my wheelhouse, man. Okay, I do radio and I write poetry that nobody reads. That's what I do. I, I, I do radio. A lot of people like the radio show. And to keep my sanity, I write poems. But I'm not going to wake up one day and say, you know, I decided to be a heart surgeon because I want to help people with their bad hearts. I had a freaking heart attack, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to become a heart surgeon. No, I'm not going to go to school for it. I'm just going to be that. I'm weighing my options to see what my embassy is. And I'm going to be a heart surgeon. Just no, just be be Matthew McConaughey and, and be blessed. <laughs> that's that's who you are, and that's what your life's all about, man. I'm glad that's over. Uh, here's uh, John. How are you doing, John? Hey, Sean. I usually agree with most of what you say, but if we're thinking that McConaughey doesn't get an opinion, stupid as those opinions might be, are we really are we really going to agree that Nancy Pelosi knows what's best for us? <laughs> She's been doing it for sixty years. Just because he's an actor and kind of weird, and yes, a very handsome man, I don't know that we should discount him for that. I'm not discounting him. He's allowed to have an opinion, but I don't think that experience in politics is necessarily a qualifier, given what we've experienced with, you know, the people currently in Congress and the governor's mansion. Well, and also with Donald Trump and what he showed us, what a, a citizen can do that's not a politician. So I, you know, I encourage, that's fine. But it, I'm, I'm just saying, man, it's just he goes on and on about it. It's like, okay, all right, all right, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. You know, that's all. I'm not, I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he shouldn't. I'm not saying he shouldn't have an opinion. All right, but I think, I think the problem is that you and I collectively, I think most men have unresolved issues with being attracted to Matthew McConaughey. He's a very handsome man, and I'm not comfortable being attracted to my governor. No, that's not it. Um, that's, that's <laughs> thanks for the call, man. <laughs> nah. Chris, maybe when his hair, hair was shorter and curlier, but the, the old ponytail hippie look he's got going on right now is a real turnoff. Oh, God. Here's Juan. Juan, how are you? I'm doing okay. No, when I heard he wanted to run, McConaughey wanted to run for governor, I was like, here we go again. I mean, I'm like this. I mean, common sense. What does your resume say? Right. Have you ever, like Trump at least went into it, had run, you know, huge corporations. He knew how to govern people. You know, he had real-world yeah, exactly. experience. He was a businessman. Yeah, businessman. Yeah. Very successful one at that. Yes, yes. <sighs> but no, it was just, it's just a joke. I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. That is, what does your resume say? It's just, just a joke. I'm glad he's not running. <laughs> I appreciate the call. <laughs> you should have won an Oscar for Tropic Thunder. You should have. Been, you should have won Best Supporting for Tropic Thunder. 
You know, he and Robert Downey Jr. I can't believe that movie survived because Robert Downey Jr. is in blackface. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh. 210-599-5555. Here's Scooter. Scooter, how you doing? I'm uh, having to sit on my hands so I don't look stupid waving at everybody. But, uh, you know, Matt, I think what he ought to do is uh, take up maybe being the mayor of the city he lives in. If he can clean that up, buddy, he's got all of my trust. <laughs> Why didn't he just make movies? <laughs> Why can't you just, uh, just be happy making your damn movies? Yeah, but you know, I mean, you don't uh, you don't go out there and say I'm gonna you know if I'm a bomb builder I'm gonna build a firecracker first. I'm not gonna well, build an atomic bomb, right? I mean, you know, you just kind of baby step kind of thing. I got you. Maybe if he wants to do, put a toe in, become a mayor of, of Uvalde or whatever wherever the hell he lives. Yeah. Well, I guess he lives in Austin. Yeah. They'd love that. Something. Yeah, yeah. He's he's weird enough for Austin. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> all right. Have a great one. You too, man. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. But do you see my point? It's not that I have anything against him. It's not that I have anything against him pondering running for office. Mm-hmm. It really, It's just this idea that these A-list celebrities get into their heads that what they do isn't good enough. They need to fix the human race on top of it. And, and that's the part of it that you know, it's almost like humble boasting. You know what I mean? 210 Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Stay connected. And we're back. Twenty two minutes after nine on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. I'm Sean. Getting ready to close the book on Matthew McConaughey's political career. Here's Brad. Brad, how you doing? Hey, you know, I'm a McConaughey fan, and i got to agree with you. Uh, I think he's got a couple of more uh, cinematic laps around the track. Uh, Reagan, if I recall reading right, uh, ran for governor of California only after he was pretty well, you know, uh, done. Right. With, uh, Death Valley Days. I mean, his, his acting career in films was, was done, and he had been doing – He'd been on the circuit doing speeches and things like that about, you know, conservative principles. I only heard a little smidgen of McConaughey's little spiel. And I tell you, I had hope because uh, he didn't come out and uh, mouth all the obligatory liberal dog whistles. Uh, <laughs> he shied away from that. And he talked about using his money and uh, private foundations and stuff to achieve change and improve things uh, versus – I'm going to get elected to office and create a whole bunch of bureaucracies and right. tax dollars to transform society. So I bet, uh, push gun to shove, he's a lot more conservative than a lot of the Hollywood elite types would like. Well, and, possibly. Uh, you know, yeah, possibly. It could, be, it could be he's going to wait and let Beto get in and screw things up, and then <laughs> he's going to look even better after he comes along after that guy. <laughs> either way, well, either way that would suck for Texas. All right, man. Thank you, Brad. You know, I think I'm not, I'm not explaining things well. What I what I mean is, what I mean is, Chris and 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 Dennis Dennis Fairley, is that sometimes these people start taking themselves too seriously. Remember Russell Brand? Remember who when he was sort of funny, Russell Brand, and then he started becoming like a freaking life guru and started slinging Buddhist crap around, and you know, then you couldn't shut up about. How we can help you learn to meditate and, and you know, and, and 
become one with your spirit, you know, and he stopped being funny, and he became really freaking annoying. That's what I'm talking about. That's well, what I'm talking and about. And that's kind of how McConaughey sounded. He was, you know, saying a lot of words without really saying anything. Right, right. It's like, just, just dude, settle down now. That's kind of how I look at it. Like, like, you know, like with me, you know, like you'll never see me do like life advice anywhere on online or on 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 the radio. Like, if you want to know something about radio, I'll, I'll give you my opinion. If you want to know something about writing a poem, no one's going to read. I'll, 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 you know, tell you how to. I can give you some advice on how to, how to do that or self publishing or something. I actually know something. About. You, you, you don't ever want to take life advice from me. <laughs> You know what I mean? People go on Facebook, you know, and they all got to sling their life advice around. It's like we already know you're insecure. You're on Facebook, so you know I don't, uh, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't give you any advice. I'll just ruin your life. If I were to give life advice, I would ruin your life. Okay, how does that make you feel? See, that would be great on a business card, right there. That'd be go- the what? That'd be great on a business card that you're going to be a life <laughs> advisor. Advice, I'll ruin your life. Exactly. Sean Rima, the worst life advisor in, the, in existence. Well, what would Jesus do, and then what would Rima do? What would Rima do? Just drink. Drink heavily. Solve your problems with alcohol. <laughs> om. Om. Take me om. <laughs> Need a cab ride? Om. Lost my car? Om. <laughs> yeah, that's some great advice, isn't it? Hey, I'm Sean. And I'm doing this little video to let you know that when life gets difficult for you, avoid the difficulties with alcohol. Drink and drink more. You'll wake up the next day and your problems will all be solved. And if you don't smoke cigarettes, start now. Never exercise. <laughs> and come see me again next week. And come see me again next week unless you don't feel like it. Procrastination is also very good. Make sure you keep putting that important thing off. I'm Sean. And this has been a moment with Sean. <clears throat> Spend your money as soon as you get it. <laughs> you know, check the ATM balance every few weeks or so. That's all you need to do. Few weeks, few months. Every few months. Don't open your mail. Hi, I'm Sean. Live at the corner store. Live at the corner store. <laughs> you don't want no life advice from me. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Now, so we also now it's it's woke crap. Is Levi Strauss? They make jeans, right? Hey, Levi Strauss, you make jeans? Jeans. I'm actually wearing a pair of jeans today because I didn't do any laundry over the weekend, so it's all I got left. And uh, Trey was commenting that I'm wearing a button-down shirt, or also known as a shirt with buttons on it. And uh, he was wondering why I was so uh, gussied up. I guess I'm gussied up today. We thought you were all dressed up to see us. No, Dennis. Monday, don't ever think that. You know? No. Because <laughs> no. we know you love Mondays. So no. dress up for it. I didn't do any laundry this weekend, so this is, these are the last two articles of clothing I have that are reasonably clean. And this actually is my Thanksgiving shirt. This is the shirt I was wearing on Thanksgiving. There's still a little bit of stuffing there under my boob, so if I get hungry later on. Scrape that off there, Dennis. Aren't you glad you're on the air with me? Oh, yeah. Scrape that, stu- that dried stuffing off my boob and, you know, have some lunch there. It's my Thanksgiving Day shirt, Chris, because all my other stuff is dirty. I just said boob. Alex, what's going on? 
Hi, good morning. Listen, I have a little theory on this uh, McConaughey deal going on. McConaughey? I have a feeling that he, as we all know, doesn't know jack squat, but maybe he can take political science courses at UT now. I have a feeling they might move in one of the Castro twins, Joaquin, in that position, and then move Trey Fisher-Martinez into Joaquin's position. Get a load of that if that happens. Have a good one. All right, thank you, man. Well, that's a confederacy of dunces there. Oh, that's right. He's also, you know, he's a professor now. So, you know, they're the most self-important people in the world, man. Though, luckily, he's just teaching, I think, film. Oh, I know, but still, he's, he's he's a prof now. Yeah. Settle down, Matthew. Yes, indeed. A Quarter Moon Plumbing Heat and AC presents Rapping with Jack. Going on through December 10th. We're getting down to it. All of our sponsors are drop-off locations, so please help us out with gifts for needy families. A complete list of the items we are collecting this year is at KTSA.com. You can also donate cash online or shop the Amazon gift list. Brought to you in part by River City Oral Surgery, Copenhagen Contemporary Furniture, Furniture, and the Institute for Functional Health. Rapping with Jack. It's a tradition, man. It's a tradition. Um, I mentioned this a few minutes ago. I think I got distracted. But Levi Strauss uh, sent out an email from their chief diversity, equity, and inclusion officer, Elizabeth Morrison. They make stinking jeans, blue jeans, and yet they need a chief diversity, equity, and inclusion officer. And a copy of this email was obtained by Libs of TikTok, uh, some kind of Twitter group. And Levi Strauss is offering for its employees a therapy session with a racial trauma specialist to learn. Oh, God. To learn trauma coping mechanisms after the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. Uh, with the news that Kyle Rittenhouse was not convicted in the shooting of three individuals, two of whom lost their lives during racial justice protests. They were not protesting. They were rioting. This is a difficult day for many. The email goes on. The pain and trauma of race, identity, and belief-based tragedies is a reality that many of us are struggling with on an ongoing basis. It can feel physically, mentally, and emotionally draining to continue to relive those moments. And I want you to know it's okay not to be okay. That When people say that, I want to slap them. If you ever say that to me, I, when people say that, when did things go from being right and wrong to being okay or not okay? What are we, children? Dennis, it's okay to be not okay. Chris, I just want you all both to know it's okay. Not to be okay. Okay. <laughs> Is it not okay to be okay? It's okay not to be okay, not to be okay to be okay. Okay? Okay? <laughs> Is that all right? It's all right, all right, all right. It's all right not to be all right. Is it okay, though? No, Dennis, it's not okay at all. No. Well, fine. <laughs> Chris, I know that when you say fine, you're trying to make me think that everything's okay, but nothing is okay when you say fine. Okay. All right. 
Fine. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. To help promote safety, sharing, and to encourage healing. Because I guess uh, employees of Levi Strauss need some healing. I'll be hosting a fireside chat and Q&A with Dr. Jamila Codington, something or else. Codrington, I don't know. Dr. Jamila, a licensed psychologist and racial trauma specialist in early damn December. She must have had trouble with the last name, too. Dr. J and I will talk about the mental, the mental and physical impacts of back-to-back social and racial justice events and trauma coping mechanisms during our discussions. If you need a trauma coping mechanism because you didn't like the way the Kyle Rittenhouse trial went, you've got issues that don't have anything to do with this. You've, you've got some other kinds of issues going on. Yeah, you're freaking nuts. There, let me let me give you my expert diagnosis on this. You're freaking nuts. There's something wrong with you. There's something very wrong with you. To quote Dr. Venkman from Ghostbusters. So no, that was stripes. I don't know. I was quoting Bill Murray. Also, uh let's see, uh a bunch of people, a bunch of students at uh Arizona State University want Kyle Rittenhouse kicked off campus, kicked out of school. Uh, even though he, he's attending online, <laughs> it's not likely you're going to run into Kyle Rittenhouse on the campus of Arizona State University. You got a bunch of different groups, a bunch of freaking puke groups. The Arizona State University Students for Socialism, Students for Justice in Palestine. Not sure what he has to do with Palestine. Multiple Cultural Solidarity Coalition. They sound like a fun bunch. They're having an event called Rally and Protest to get murderer Kyle Rittenhouse off our campus. It's coming up Wednesday. The groups are demanding the following. Number one, withdraw Kyle Rittenhouse from ASU. Number two, release a statement against white supremacy and racist murderer Kyle Rittenhouse. He shot three white guys. We... <laughs> they were white dudes. Reaffirm support for the multicultural center on campus as a space safe from white supremacy. I'd like to bust in there, Chris, when you get a bunch of these pukes in there, in their safe space from white supremacy, and just say, well, I'm so glad there's no black people in here. You know, I just... <laughs> Just to be a jerk, you know what I mean? Y'all ain't gonna let no Hispanics in, in is you? Y'all really found a safe place. You out? You found a safe space for black people? Ain't none of y'all gay, is you? <laughs> <laughs> Just to see if they like start crying, you know? Redirect funding from ASU PD to support multicultural center and establishment of a care center on campus. Whatever the hell that is. Have we lost our minds? We're doomed. This country seriously is doomed. Any thoughts on this? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Hey, I got a really cool and easy way for you to sell a car. In fact, we just did this at my household uh, a few weeks ago. 
right on this website. It's called GiveMeTheVin.com, GiveMeTheVin.com. And as you hear in the commercials, it's really so easy. You can do it in your underwear. I didn't, but I could have. We had a car that had been sitting in the garage for about three years. We wanted to get rid of it and get as much money as we could for it. So I looked up GiveMeTheVin.com. This is how easy it is. All you got to do is you go to the website, you upload the VIN number and a few photographs. They send you an offer. And if you accept, they come to you with a check and take that vehicle off your hands. Easy peasy. Sell your vehicle and get a good price. The car actually belonged to my stepdaughter, uh, so she did this. She uploaded the VIN number, took a few photos inside and outside of the car. Uh, they sent her an offer, and she liked what she saw, so the car's out of the garage now. They came and picked it up and left it, left her with a check. She's got some money in her pocket, and, you know, we got our, our garage back. Again, it's really that easy. Uh, sell your vehicle and get a good price. Uh, check out that website, GiveMeTheVin.com. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. We're back on a ridiculous news day. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. So, I did try to watch some Hallmark movies with my wife over the weekend, Chris. I, I gave it a good shot. But you know that you're seeing, and I, I think I mentioned this last week when I said like, Henry Winkler was in one of these. This was a brand new one that we were watching last night. And it's got freaking George Lopez in it. And the lead singer from Train. Remember Drops of Jupiter? The one song that everybody knows them from? Or for? And you're, you're seeing like bigger and bigger, like well-known celebrity types who are being in these movies. That makes me sad. Well, I mean, I don't want to see like freaking Bono show up in one of these things, you know? Then I, that's it, man. Or Dave Grohl. Then I'm done. Then it's the apocalypse. It's the end times. It's Book of Revelation stuff, man. Maybe the Hallmark Channel has been infiltrated by communists. Richard, do you think the Hallmark Channel has been infiltrated by communists? Uh, I tried to watch one of those this weekend, and I made about five minutes, and that's about all I could take. (laughs) (laughs) Happy, happy Monday. Sean is back on the air. Happy stinking Monday. Intelligence in a wilderness of stupidity and misinformation. Well, I appreciate that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That, Is that all you called about, was just to give me some love? Yes, sir. Yes, glad that you're back on the radio and I can listen to somebody that's got active brain cells and can think. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm, kind of losing some of the active brain cells, but, you know, and those little boogers don't grow back. But, you know, I I appreciate it, Richard. Thank you so much. Here's uh, Steve. Steve, how you doing, man? Good morning, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I was uh, I was calling about young Mr. Rittenhouse, but I uh, I was blessed to be able to partake in some Hallmark Channel over the holiday, <laughs> and I saw uh, Terry. I can't remember her name, but she was on the Hollywood Housewives. Terry Hatcher, Housewives. right? Terry yeah. Hatcher was in one. Yeah, she was showing the ladies off too. It was very nice. <laughs> spectacular, spectacular. I, I woke right up. I'll tell you that, uh, young Mister Rittenhouse. You know, I just I hope that they do boot him, and then he turns around and sues that college for a billion jillion dollars. Yeah, absolutely. It's so dis- it's so disappointing that 
conservative colleges, those who say we're conservative college, we're, you know, they give away the Constitution. I would love to see immediately Hillsdale College or PragerU or somebody step up and say, you know what, we're going to give this guy an unlimited college scholarship. He can attend four years, seven years, 12 years, whatever he wants to do. It's on the house. I think that would be great because this is horrible. He, yeah. he, was, he was found not guilty. And they continue to call him a white supremacist. And I'm like, well, how? How does he figure? They're just, they're crazy people. So I'd love to see some conservative colleges uh, come forward and offer this young man uh, uh, some time there. But, uh, you know, I don't think. It's all because the tolerant Democrats are oh so tolerant. No, right. My ass. (laughs) Exactly. All right, man. Appreciate the call, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're tolerant. All right. You know what I'm on Canby? He's a racist. He's a white supremacist. He killed a bunch of white supremacists. Or white he, he, they were just, you know, peacefully protesting. He killed them. We don't want him on campus. We need a safe space. A safe space. This is the first generation that needs a safe space. What do you do in a safe space? What, what, what do you do there? Does anybody know? Is there anybody listening who's actually been to a safe space? And what do you do? Are there magazines? Is there a coffee machine? Is there a combination? Is there a combination to get in? (laughs) I do. I want to bust into a safe space somewhere and just start yelling just really horrible racist crap, you know. Just Just to be a jerk. You know, just be really loud and boorish. You know what I mean? Just loud. When do y'all do the midget tossing? Y'all going to do some dwarf tossing? That's what we should do back in college. <laughs> and little boogers fly. You know, just to see the shock on their If they can't handle Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, my God, how are they going to handle life in their 40s <laughs> when the S really starts to hit the fan? If this is who they are in their 20s, my God. You could not offend me when I was in my 20s with anything, man. I offended a lot of people, but you couldn't offend me, and you couldn't offend my friends. But now, God, man, I can't handle it. We need, we need to, to talk, and we need, we need therapeutic healing mechanisms to deal with the verdict, really? Oh, God. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. This has a transmissibility advantage. In other words, what they're seeing in South Africa is that it has a high degree of transmissibility. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Oh, sit down and shut up, man. God. We'll talk about Omicron, or Omicron. Omicron, Omicron. Sounds like something out of a Transformers movie. I am Omicron. But I, and I don't normally do this when I, I got to react to something I just heard in the news. Because I thought this, this story about these fans getting stuck in a snowstorm, I thought it was about the real Oasis. But no. it's about a cover band called No Oasis. Did I hear that correctly? Correct. There's a cover band of Oasis. Mm-hmm. Oasis, which essentially ripped off the Beatles. 
Mm-hmm. Any Oasis fans listening, that just piss you off. They were a rip-off band that sounded just like the Beatles. So they were ripping off the Beatles, and now we have no Oasis ripping off the band that was ripping off the Beatles. Mm-hmm. They should have left their asses out in the snowstorm, man. That just upset me. I'm sorry. I had to get that out there. I mean, apart from Wonderwall, who cares? Two, and, and people just use Wonderwall to meet girls. 210-599-5555. No Oasis. Oh, my God. These are the end times. Uh, Omicron or Omicron. We got a new variant. A new variant. And uh, little snot Dr. Uh, Fauci was out there again. You know, he's obviously had LASIK surgery. He's the face of science. And now you can see the face of science without those pesky prescription glasses. And uh, he says it's more transmissible. Started in South Africa. Uh, as far as I know, the, the doctor who was treating people with this new variant in South Africa says, well, it's more transmissible, but it's not half the time people don't even know they have it. It doesn't affect your smell or sense of taste. It's it's not, uh, you know, Vouch, Fauci's out there saying this could be, you know, this could be a game changer, essentially. The president is going to speak about this uh, apparently at 1045 hour time, which more likely will mean around 2 o'clock in the afternoon hour time. But we'll see. We'll see if I can slide on out of here letting him ramble about Omicron. But uh, I, I, look... We got the midterms coming up, so you got a new you got a new variant. That's great. Fauci's talking about more lockdowns. It's great. And I don't care. I, I'm 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 done with the COVID, man. I'm just done with it. As something that's on my mind, something I think about. Uh I'm not hearing anything about this Omicron thing that tells me it's it's all that dangerous. Um I'm not really sure since this just came up on Friday. Why they're telling people to get booster shots when they really don't know what it is yet and whether or not the booster shots will help. So I, I, you know, I, I am just, I'm, I'm, we, first, furthermore, we've got all kinds of travel bans from about eight different nations, eight different countries in Africa. I thought that sort of thing was racist. When Trump did it, that was racist, but apparently it's okay now. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I don't know where you are. You can call me up and let me know. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Are you concerned about this? Or are you done with all this COVID crap in general? Cause that's where I am. I'm just done, man. I got enough health problems I got to deal with right now. I'm sick of obsessing about it. It's, it's, it's changed all of our lives for damn near two years at this point. And unless they tell me the variant's going to wipe out the human race, uh, the Omicron is going to wipe out the human race, I just I just don't care anymore. I'm, I'm just done with it. Very few places that I go to, I have to wear the damn mask at this point. I've had two. I've had the two vaccines, or the two shots. I'm not really planning on getting a booster. I haven't thought about it. <laughs> and I'm just done. I'm done. I'm just thinking done. And Fauci's a little fame hog, and uh, Fauci also, very convenient that Fauci gets to talk about a new variant when he's catching hell from everybody for lying under oath about the original COVID and gain of function and all that happy crap. 
Funny how he now suddenly gets to talk about that instead of spending more time talking about uh, why he lied under oath about gain of function. Ted Cruz handed him, handed him his ass in a series of tweets uh, from over the weekend. Let me see if I can find some of these and read some of these to you. Because he, he points out bit by bit why, you know, this, this is just a bunch of crap. Uh, Ted Cruz. Fauci is an unelected technocrat who has distorted facts, uh, distorted science and facts in order to exercise authoritarian control over millions of Americans. He lives in a liberal world where his smug, I represent science attitude is praised. Here are the facts. Number one, on May 11th, Fauci testified before a Senate committee that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Number two, on October 20th, NIH wrote that they funded an experiment at the Wuhan lab testing if spike proteins from naturally occurring bat coronaviruses circulating in China were capable of binding to the human ACE2 receptor in a mouse model. That is gain-of-function research. Fauci's statement and the NIH's October letter uh, cannot both be true. The statements are directly contradictory. Number four, 18 U.S. Code 10001 makes it a felony punishable by up to five years in prison to lie to Congress. (laughs) So pardon me if I'm just really not all that concerned about this. Uh, Fauci has no credibility with me at all at this point, and he really probably shouldn't with you either. Here's uh, Mark. Mark, how you doing? Hey, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Sure. What are you thinking? Uh, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Uh, it, and I, I can't believe a human being, human beings, a species of human beings, can go down to the level of, of, of just, just, just to save the midterms, just to get, just to save, uh, you know, Biden from, from, you know, his policies. Scum of the earth are starting to do it right now. They they want this stuff, and they're making this stuff up. I, I mean, they, they, in other words, they want to cheat the next election like they cheated the last one. I mean, if, if we can't. Remember, else Americans can't figure that out, man. We're, we're stupid. We don't we don't need to be voting. There's a lot of people that that take every word he says as gospel. I don't understand it, but there are they're out there. You know, it, it, it's it's sickening. You know, it just it it makes no sense. And you know, I. Like the species I'm talking about, the Democrats, I call them Democrats, <laughs> they're, they're going to do whatever they have to do. It, it, it's right. disgusting. It is. It is very disgusting. Man, I appreciate the call. Thank you, sir. 210-599-5555. Well, you know, I mean, it is kind of interesting that as we creep up on the uh, on the midterms, which are vital to the survival of this socialist push in this country. You know, I mean, it, it's it's vital to for you and I to get out and vote and save this country. Because they want to flush it down the toilet. They want to flush it down the toilet. They want to become global, a member of the global community. Uh, that's why you have violence in the streets. Do you see the looting thing? Holy crap. The looting thing over uh, last week. In major American cities, from Chicago to uh, they were in Minnesota, uh, some cities in Chicago, California, L.A., San Francisco, and they're just busting into places and taking crap, 
they're just busting into places and taking crap. Somewhere, I think it was out in California, uh, a, a group actually busted into a Home Depot so they could steal crowbars and hammers and stuff that they could then use to steal other crap and other stores with. It's It's anarchy. It's absolute freaking anarchy. Uh, and so this is why, you know, I think a lot of this, uh, COVID stuff, we're starting to see, we're going to start hearing about more about lockdowns and all that. Cause they, they really want to cheat the next election. That's what it's all about. Cheating the next election. Like I believe they cheated the presidential election. I believe Biden is president because of a cheat. And the way they did it was they used the COVID to scare the crap out of everybody and make arguments for uh, these courts to be able to allow for mail-in ballots, even though they don't have that authority. And they cheated with the mail-in ballots. I absolutely freaking believe that. Because these are not people who can actually win an election based upon their own agenda and their own policies. They have no uh, choice but to try to cheat, and they're, they're doing it again. What do you think? Uh, here's Esteban. Esteban, what's going on with you? Man, Fauci's like a darn druid priest who claims to have hidden knowledge that he doesn't explain to anybody else. <laughs> and, and the people who believe him, the people who believe all the green technology crap, are the least scientifically literate people I know. Right. Some of the hardest core geeks, professional aviators, mechanics who work on airplanes, and other people are the ones who, when they hear... Fauci speak are saying are actually questioning him because if you have if it's science it should be able you should be able to explain it right and you shouldn't rely show that well I'm a scientist and you're not so you should believe what I say without questioning it that's not the way a real scientist or technology person acts absolutely not you're right you're right and it's so, quite the opposite and so you I just find it ironic. Those who say trust the science are the most scientifically illiterate people I run across. <laughs> yep, yep, me too. Me too. Esteban, I appreciate the call. Uh, let's go ahead and take a little breaky, wakey, wakey. Take some more calls on the new variant of COVID. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. Let's talk five fifty KTSA FM one oh seven one. Talking about COVID. We have a new variant. A new variant. Called something I've already forgotten. What is it? Unicorn. Unicorn. <laughs> Matterhorn. What is it? Unicorn? Matterhorn. Polish chrome. What what is it? Omni, Omni, Omnicrom, Omnicrom. How are we feeling about them? Apples. Here's uh, Alex or Adam. I'm sorry, Adam on line one. Adam, how you doing? I'm doing great, Sean. Thanks, man. You know, uh, you know, I'm over it because it's it's never going to end, Sean. You know, they're going to want to give you like a different shot every year eventually. You know, society will go broke on lockdown, Sean. How long can you do that? And you know, and mentally, uh, we can't live like this, you know, anymore. I'm. Uh, me and my family, we've been done with it. We always celebrate all the holidays. You know, and the so-called vaccinated people, they're still there in the corner all masked up and right. probably have a virtual holidays. And, you know, Fauci should be arrested for starting this virus. He's personally involved, and then he lies to Congress. Instead, he's treated like a hero. You know, what a 
What a joke, Sean. But I'm excited about the holidays, and uh, God bless, bro. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, man. Good to hear from you. Uh, 210-599-5555. Look, I've been saying for a while, you go to this gain-of-function stuff, and you, you there's a line right there to Fauci. <laughs> for all we know, he's, he's part of why, why this thing became created and manufactured. You got to be in jail for that. They all should. But damn, Skippy, we have him on record as uh, as lying under oath about this stuff on multiple occasions. And yet there he is on CNN. There he is on what? Face the Nation. There he is, you know, on TV. Ugh. Here's Jeff. Jeff, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Yeah, I, I was over the the hysteria about two weeks after the lockdown in, in, right. in 2020. But uh, you know, if they really wanted to to do something, they should have they should have went with the uh, the rabies virus. You know, that was that was that was scaring me. You know, they if they if they uh, made a super rabies virus, not this super flu. But uh, you know, I haven't heard this many uh, uh, Greek letters since uh, <laughs> since uh, Revenge of the Nerds. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just kind of done with it. I. I... You know, unless you could show me how this is going to come around and wipe out the entire human race, I'm just, I'm done. I'm done. This has screwed up my life for two years. It's screwed up your life. It's screwed up everybody's life. It's just devastated world economies. We we had the greatest economy this country has, we had the best economy this country has ever seen. Wiped away with this stuff. So, I'm done. Anyway, thank you, Jeff. Appreciate the call. Yeah, give us a ring, 210-599. Or am I just not seeing something? Or am I killing people by saying this stuff? Am I killing people (laughs) by doing my radio show? And then, uh, let's see. Uh, Oh, this is funny. This is just a funny quick story. Well, we got a couple of minutes here. Uh, 210-599-5555. Brian May is the lead guitarist for Queen, one of my all-time favorite bands. I just, I love Queen. And he has been uh, slammed by the liberal left in the UK for for being transphobic. And the reason uh, he's being called transphobic is because he was being interviewed by the Daily Mirror uh, concerning the categories for the British Record Industry Trusts Award Show, which is kind of like their Grammys. They're eliminating male and female categories. And he was talking about wokeism. And he 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 started talking about how, you know, we, we didn't put together our band based upon what the ethnicity was, what the... Uh, sexual uh, orientation was. We just came together because we want to make great music. And he said, uh, and this is, he said, I find it frightening that you have to be so calculated about everything. He said, we would have been forced to have people of different colors and different sexes, and we would have had a trans person. You know, life doesn't have to be like that. We can be separate and different. That's what he said. A lot of things work quite well and can be left alone. Uh, and, and basically, he's going off this idea that it's all about checking off the boxes. Well, oh, they went nuts on him, man. Oh, he's transphobic. He doesn't like trans people. He he he's uh he, he's hateful. He's filled with hate. Blah blah, stick and blah. And I, I'm not going to read it, but he, he 
you know, threw out a, a, a response saying, you know, I was basically ambushed by the reporter who took what I was saying out of context. And my answer to this is, he's Brian May from the band Queen. Queen. I mean, you couldn't really get much gayer than Freddie Mercury. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what the, are you serious? Brian May's transphobic. Do you honestly freaking believe that? The guy who plays guitar for Queen is somehow magically transphobic? I hate everything, Chris. I'm starting to hate everything again. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. at Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's 1038. We've been told the president is going to mumble and slur uh, at 1045. What's that? At 1045 uh, on this uh, Omicron thing. Of course, he's classically late to stuff, so we'll see. If he starts talking, if he starts yammering, we'll go to it live. Because they're not going to have an easy slide out of the show. <laughs> so we'll see. And uh, it's good to have Mr. Glasgow back. He was in our nation's capital for a week while you were in northern Virginia, right? Spent some time in D.C., got to see the monuments. A few of them. Yep. A, few of, a few of them. And uh, also you did a lot of flying. You had like four different flights all the way up and back, right? Well, that was the closest I've ever been to New York was when I flew into New York, Newark first. New, oh, New Jersey. Right. Were you able to see the skyline of New York across the, yes. the river? And in fact, you know, people were saying, "Is it? I don't know." And then I saw the Empire State Building, and it's like, "Oh, okay. that's kind of cool." But then, uh, yeah, and then it was the the cluster of buildings that had the was it the Tower One? Oh yeah, 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 right, and, Freedom Tower. Yeah, and I was able. I had to get because I was in the aisle seat at that point, so I had to get the people next to me. Can you get a picture for me? <laughs> <laughs> but you got to see it. That's good. Oh yeah. And then uh, did you get you got some pizza? You got some pizza pie tried, in New Jersey? Tried some pizza in New Jersey. But you didn't get no crabs. Uh, you didn't get I no crabs. I don't think so. Oh, no, no, I didn't try the crabs. Not those kinds of crabs. This ain't the 80s. I'm talking about I'm, you, blue crabs. You didn't pick no damn crabs. Well, and we were kind of limited, you know, on time. The kids were still in school. And, right. You know, my brother still had work to do, and so... You're going back out in, that, at Christmas, though, aren't you? Right, and that was the thing. I'm going to have a little more time there when I go back. So a lot of stuff was like, well, you can do it next time. So I was like, okay. Go okay, get okay. some so, crabs, man. Okay, I'll get some crabs. Go catch some crabs. And I'll eat some, too. Dennis, you ever had crabs? I'm not a seafood guy. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. I love picking blue crabs. I've had crabs multiple times. And uh, <laughs> You can't drown them. <laughs> not those kinds of crabs. How dare you insinuate such a thing? Which aisle? Um, anyway, I'm kidding. But yeah, anybody, if you go to Maryland and you don't, you know, in that part of the world, because Northern Virginia is the same place, same part of the world as all, they're very small states. Well, I was reminded because I saw several of the decals. It was the, the Maryland flag, but it was the shape of the crab. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. I've got a magnet on my fridge from one of, that's one of those. I don't miss Maryland, you know, honestly. I mean, I I spent a lot of time there. Dennis, you spent some time out there mm-hmm. in Delaware on Delmarva. Yeah. On Delmarva. I learned what Delmarva was. Have a Delmarvelous day. 
You know, <laughs> flashbacks, flashbacks. I am. I have a lot of flashbacks. And the way I heard about it was as far as when they do the sports, it's the Delmarva area. And yeah. It goes on forever. Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia. Delmarva. And, uh, you know, I, and I, I've had my fill. I'm good. <laughs> I like, well, I like San Antonio and Texas way too much. You know, cause I, I, I grew up that, well, I, we moved around a lot. And I, you know, in Maryland and Delaware, and then we moved to Iowa and lived in Iowa for a few years. You betcha, oofta. And then we came back and lived in Stinkin' Maryland for a while then, you know. And I, I love the Eastern Shore of Maryland. I got a lot of friends still there. I love the seafood, but I, I'm not interested in moving back. You know, and I, I just, I love Texas. But if you've never seen the monuments and, and the mall and all that stuff, you know, it is something to, to behold uh, in this, you know, really crummy, systemically racist country of ours. <laughs> well, I was really glad it was a nice clear day. I got plenty of pictures. You did. We got lots morning. of cool pictures. We stand there at the base of the Lincoln Memorial. You should have said something like, "Man, he let all them slaves go, and he was a Republican." <laughs> well, you know, nobody listened to me when I was trying to get people out of the way. I wanted to get shot. Oh, they're rude as hell. When you know, I wanted to get shot with no people in it. But yeah, no but they're one, they're rude. No they're rude people there. They're rude. When you agree that people are rude inside the Beltway in, oh, yeah. in large measure, they're rude people. Annapolis, like I'm trying to do my. Nasses. I go to the Lincoln Memorial to talk to people for you know what I do. <laughs> right, Park Service people were like, "Don't talk to people up there." I'm like, well, that's where the people are. They're really uh, snotty. Yeah, I mean, especially that Northern Virginia Chevy Chase, the district. Yeah, Georgetown. And Chris, this- did you? What did you think of the driving? Did you see any yeah. like really horrible driving? Plenty. <laughs> You think Austin's bad? It's funny because at one point, you know, we went under the bridge and came back up, and there was a, and <laughs> there was a, a tow truck pulling the car out. And my even my brother said, "How did that car get up there?" <laughs> Somebody being a jerk, and then just all the people in the metro. Oh God, miserable <laughs> souls. Yeah, yeah, I don't miss that crap. Do you miss that crap? No, I don't miss that crap. No, and then you know, from a dating perspective, everyone's you know, I work for the senator. I work for so and so. Yourselves. Right, right. Half the time, they're, they're hooking up with the senator or the congressman or whatever. Yeah. You know? I'm a defense contractor. Good for you. That's great. Good for you. I'm on the radio. So, uh, you know, I don't I don't miss it. But I, the only thing I really do miss, there's two things I do miss. The autumn in, in that part of the world, fall, is just beautiful with the colors. And I miss, frankly, the seafood. I miss the crabs, you know. Because out here we've got crawdads. And we got oysters, you know. We got great seafood out here, but it's it's a different kind of seafood. I, I do miss the crabs. So next time, boy, get yourself some crabs. Would you go get some crabs? Catch some crabs. You can't drown them. I'll, I'll send you a picture. Okay. <laughs> you can't Not that drown kind of picture, them. please. The plate as well. The plate. Okay. Ooh, I was young once. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Lots of combs. Stop it. Stop combs. Little ones, too. Um, that's bad. 2105. I think we've even managed to embarrass Dennis at this point. Dennis, are you feeling bad? <laughs> no, it's great being it's Monday. It's Monday. <laughs> Little combs. I'm looking forward to getting my car and leaving. <laughs> Don't know why. 
We got big crabs out here. You can go get some big crabs and still crabs. Um, let me tell you about my friends at John Wayne Service Company, and then we'll take a break. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. Well, it's 1050 and the president's not speaking yet. you got to get him out there before you start sundowning. I know that was bad. But we'll see, we'll see if, we get, uh, if we get the president... Soon, Biden to give give MSNBC. Soon, Biden to give update on Omicron variant. Thrilling, thrilling stuff. Thrilling stuff. Two one zero. You got any final thoughts? Final few moments of the of the show. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Just a couple of things. Oh man, I didn't realize that they dropped the last season of Narcos. Mexico started. I started watching that over the weekend. This is the sixth and final season of the Narcos series, and man, what a great show! That's just—I'm just nerding out. I'm just—it's it's a great show. Rare is the show that I will sit and watch episode after episode after episode. I think I watched about four episodes. Now I want to slow down because I don't want to get through it too quickly. <laughs> isn't that isn't that terrible? But it's just a, what a great series. Just tracking the uh, the uh, rise of the of the cartels and uh, in Colombia and Mexico. The first three years dealt with uh, uh, Colombia and Escobar and all those guys. And then uh, uh, the second three years. And it's kind of interesting how they do the show, right, Chris? Because they track it. Because the next th- three years were about the cartels rising up in Mexico, leading, you know, fi- w- ending with Chapo. And it's interesting how they have characters from the first three years that pop up in the second three years because it's a continuous, t- it's not a continuous timeline, they're concurrent. And it's just a really good show. So if you want to check it out, Narcos. It's not exactly fun Christmas watching. You know, it's not, you know. You don't want to you know, gather the children around the hearth and say, hey, we're going to watch Narcos. Oh, it could bring some cheer to <laughs> families. Some cheer? Did you watch it? Have you seen it? Nope. It's a really good show. It's a really good show. Uh, also, Twitter CEO and known jerk Jack Dorsey uh, is stepping down. Uh, as CEO of Twitter. I don't care. I don't freaking use Twitter. He has a net worth of $11.9 billion freaking dollars, man. From a company he started in 2008. You know, I think he can make that stretch. He's a young guy. I think he can make that stretch over the course of a lifetime, you know, if he doesn't... uh, uh, dump too much cash at Walmart there. That's just, you know, take it easy, dude. What must it be like to have 11.9 billion freaking dollars? <laughs> well, that's where you would come in as a life advisor, a life coach. Just let me invest it for you. Yeah. Let me invest it for you. All right, I'll see you. You know, what are you watching, Chris? What are you watching? Is it something funny? Narcos. Oh, you're watching Narcos? He's watching Narcos in the studio. <laughs> Groove Dog. Yes, sir. How you doing, Groove Dog? I'm doing well, and yourself? Not too bad. Feeling groovy. 
<laughs> Me too. Uh, harkening back to earlier in the show, we were talking about uh, safe spaces in college and God. what you'd holler if you walked in there. I think the funniest thing is you do open the door and go, hey, where are all the white women at? <laughs> hey, hot, hot white chicks in here. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> that would trigger them so bad, man. I love triggering people. I love triggering people. I do. I live for it. Thanks for the call, Groove Dog. Because, you know, it's just good, clean family fun to upset people. And I, I'm just, you know, I'm, I don't know if I'm a natural rebel or a natural jerk. I don't know what, which one it is. But if you tell me to do A, I'm doing B. If you want me to do A, tell me to do B, and I'll do A just to spite you. And so the more I hear that something is offensive, the more I want to do it. It brings me joy. It really does. And, you know, thank Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that not a lot of people read my poetry, because certainly it would get me canceled. But I don't care. I don't care. It's uh, it's my truth. So if you... <laughs> that made Chris laugh. It's my truth, man. So if you have any lingering thoughts, give us a ring. What? Don't speak for another three minutes. Don't speak for another... Th- oh, see how you are. Well, now I'm going to, Chris. Now I'm going to keep talking. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. I'm just going to repeat the phone number over and over again. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Just give the phone number over and over again. This is what happens when you work with a man for over 10 years. He learns your psychology and how to use your psychology against you. Unfortunately, my wife has not yet learned this trick, but she is getting smarter about it. Well, she can use physical violence. Well, she can threaten me, that's right. Ooh, I'll cut you, Mr. Sean. Yeah, we have an HR department here, so we can't can't do that here. I haven't taken the training yet. I got till the end of December. (laughs) Don't take the training. (laughs) I can't figure out how to log in. I'll figure it out. So up until that point, I'm still untrained as far as HR stuff. So there's a lot of crap I can get away with, right? <laughs> well, I don't know, I'm training yet. I didn't know I could. <laughs> Never mind. It is funny, though, doing this for a living because what I've realized is that, and I know I've said this on a, a number of occasions, is that I say crap on the air every day that I couldn't say in the hallway. Isn't that strange? I say offensive, rude crap on the air every day, and if I said it to another employee, they could file a complaint against me. So you're saying the studio is your safe space. It kind of is. I'm protected here. Yeah. I can't go up to a female employee and say, hey, make me a sandwich. You know, like I, get to like I do on the air. You know what I mean? I can't go on the air. I can't go on like a female employee and say, looking good, baby. Go make me a sandwich. I couldn't say that in the hallway. I say that crap out here in the studio all the time. Really, the studio is my safe space. Yeah. Where I put signs up. I do my black dude accent. <laughs> You're entering Sean's I, I, safe I, space. I couldn't do that walking down the hall like, how's it going, man? What's going on with you, dog? I don't even know Tokyo. I couldn't do that walking down the hallway. Make me a sandwich. That's my favorite one to say. Entering Sean's safe space. <laughs> it's, it's Sean's safe space. Bring your own sanitizer. <laughs> See how you are. As long as I'm on the on the radio, I can make make all kinds of ethnic jokes, sex jokes, sexist jokes, 
You know, and it's it's good. It, it's good to be king. It's good to be me. It's good to be able to do this for a living. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Hear ye, hear ye. The, the new show intro. The shall be offended. And ye, and ye. And ye, and ye, and ye, and she, and she, and ye, and ye, and she. All right. Don't end the show. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer. Dennis Foley, and of course, Mr. Trey Ware. Spread the love, don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.